This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Of that. I don't get that. <laughs> that movie, Interstellar, where the guy goes to space, he comes back to Earth, and th- there's no more human race. I don't get that. Get that. I don't get that. There's a McDonald's right across the street from in in and out basically the same goddamn place. There's only a line for one. There's a line for Chick-fil-A and the line for Taco Bell's going for days. And I don't get that. Oh, I don't get that part. Carl's Jr. is a delicious place. The name is Carl's Jr. I don't get that. (laughs) I don't get that. Why would you go for Taco Bell when you live in Southern California and it's so close to Mexico and there are so many Mexicans making authentic Mexican food at all kinds of little mom and pop shop. Don't get that. (laughs) Taxes. I don't get that. Why are the hater maids always around? That. If someone cuts you off, there's no cops to be found. I don't get that. I saw a guy walking down the street. He had a little thing connected to his belt. It looked like a beeper from like the 90s. I don't get that. I don't get that. It could be a new TikTok trend. (laughs) Like everyone would just do it, do their own version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That's what TikTok is. Let's release it out into the world from Dynamic Banter and go, please use this audio. Hey, use this. Tell us what you don't get. It has to have that little speech bubble in the corner. Yeah. And then the robot voice goes, use this audio to tell me what you don't get. Please use this audio too. <laughs> yes, that's the key. Right? Please use this audio too. Get that. Tell me what you don't get that. <laughs> you can use this audio to get that. <laughs> me and my friends went to McDonald's and got the new Big Macs. <laughs> POV, you're my friends and me getting McDonald's. Get that in McDonald's. La 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 la. <laughs> Cap. Ja 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 ja. Cap, my friends and I got McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're doing the show. Yeah. What's up? Hi. When did it start? I don't know. I, I don't get that. Mike. Today's what? episode is all about things we don't get. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get that.
just starting a podcast whenever. I don't get that. <laughs> why is Kanye? Why do people call white people? Or why do people call? Why do white people call Kanye Ye now? It's just because of the way it's spelled. He changed his name. Yeah, but it's Ye or it's Ye. Dude, I, I don't know. I thought it's just been yay for a long time. People just call him yay for a long time. And then, like, I but feel people like. Say ye. Yeah. People like, say I hear a lot of people that. say ye, but I feel like they only read the articles and they don't they hear don't, people yeah. talking. About it's it. like the people who read Harry Potter for the first time and they were like, man, I really love that character, Hermione. <laughs> Dude, I always did that. Right? I always did that because I was a terrible reader and then we would have our like summer reading and then we'd discuss it when we get back to school. <laughs> yeah. And I was Who's like... Who's your favorite character? <laughs> um, Skoyoit seemed to have a good... You mean Scout? This is a famous book. Skoyoit? Scoot had Scoot. probably the best perspective. <laughs> Dude, Dude, to kill a mockingbird with that famous character skew. What I love the most about it, what I love the most about it uh-huh. is that like all you have to do is be like, is that a name? <laughs> yeah. Just ask yourself. Yeah. Is that is Scoot a name? <laughs> is Hermione they, a name? I always did. I always had this thing where I was like, well, it's in a book. And books right. are smart. They can make up whatever they want. I'm not about to question a book. Yeah, and they can say whatever they want in a book. Yeah. You can name your character anything you want. <laughs> also, you're young. You haven't heard all the names yet. You've got you grew a whole up in life your ahead. town, and that's it. Yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, especially like fantasy writers and shit. Like, fantasy book writers. Yes. Can name their characters whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, dude. and we grew up on like fairy tales and stuff, oh, so yeah. all the names were possible. So if you see Scute, you'd be like, okay, it's like that one time where fucking yeah, where uh, you read another fantasy name. Yeah, or like, John Snow. It's <laughs> crazy. Penach, Penach, Penachio, <laughs> Pinachio. There's a wooden man named Pinachio. Pinachio. <laughs> Dude, my favorite children's story is the Pinachio. Yeah, and you don't know until you're 35, and you're like, uh, what sit do you down. Pinachio? Pinachio. You don't know Pinocchio. any lies in his. What's up? <laughs> you talking, talking about Pinocchio? We're thinking about and he lies in yeah, the nose. Yeah, the nose. And his and somebody made an old Italian man, Gipaccio. Yeah. And then in the movie, he goes Pinocchio. He does say that, and then they and then they go Geppetto, Geppetto, Geppetto. That I've heard before. Hmm. How does how do you even spell Geppetto? How do you think you spell yeah. Geppetto? G U I P T T something O. Am I wrong? Is it a G though? I was thinking Dude, Giuseppe. It starts with a J. It starts with a J. <laughs> uh, I was wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> well, how do we... There's a oh, silent oh, H. wow. Okay. It's actually less complicated than we think it is. Okay. Surprisingly. Okay, go ahead. But it's not one of those words where you could just sound it. Like, just spell it the way it sounds. Like, how would you... Uh, Dude, do the voice to text and see how the robot oh, thinks it's wow, supposed to be. wow, that's a great question. It'll probably just say it. Geppetto, I've heard this. Geppetto. 
Japello. Let's try again. Japello. Japello. <laughs> Japello. <laughs> so that was my favorite part of Panaginho. When Japello. When Japello. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, I couldn't read at all. But so. uh, what were? How do we get to that? How do we get to that? What was the path? There was something I wanted to say. Fuck. Where was the? What was the path? Names, authors, names. Yeah, authors can name whatever they want. Yeah. Hermione, all that. But what was just before that? <laughs> this is a Damn, good question. Just all suck, dude. There should be someone. <laughs> there should be a, a historian, a reoccurring character on this show. Yeah. That pops up from under the table and goes, "What were you talking about five minutes?" Can we later? call him Continuity Rudy? Continuity Rudy. Continuity. <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> I don't get that. Constantine nudity. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't either. Merry Christmas, Mike. <laughs> Christmas is steadily. We're rocking and rolling right in there, baby. <laughs> We're barreling towards Christmas. We're barreling towards Christmas. And uh, to celebrate yesterday, I watched a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, yeah. You did watch a movie, and we wa- we were walking to get coffee this morning, and you were like, "I saw this movie," and I was like, "Oh shit, we're yeah. gonna talk about this on the motherfucking podcast next week." Next week. So anyway, we went to the Jim Henson Company. <laughs> <laughs> we're in our we're- thoughts. We're one week behind in all of our thoughts, dude. We were doing that kind of. Yeah. I don't like that, but I, I do like because what the problem. <laughs> You met, dude, damn, I almost got you. <laughs> <laughs> slow with the thing <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you, we were lagging for a little while. <laughs> I do, yeah, but I do, <laughs> I do like when the episodes. <laughs> I do like when the episodes are long AF. Uh huh. But you know, you, you, you can't be like, can't be that long. And you know, we've done over two-hour episodes. I feel like, yeah, no one's asking for that. I mean, I think they, I think some people want yeah. that. I don't get that, <laughs> and I don't get that. Um, to be honest, but yeah, sometimes you can't fit everything in into the week, and we always want to leave time for history roads as much as we can. Plus, we have so much Christmas talk to go over. As I understand it, you don't like that sh- that song, "Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time," and I'd love to get to that at some point. Yeah, and kind of unwrap we, to get that. to the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah. This is something I've been talking about a lot, but I've never really gotten to the bottom of it. Yeah. Shout out to the Longines Symphonette. <laughs> One time. Is that how you say it or is that how you read it? That's a good, that's a good question. Let's find out. The Longine. Longines Silvers? Symphonette. <laughs> the the Longines. Longines. Is it? Okay, the Longines. The long jeans, <laughs> the long jeans, symphonette was a pr- oh okay. Let's see. Okay, here we go. That's what I thought you were doing. We'll have it read this whole sentence. 
The Long Ines Symphonette was a pre-recorded classical music program broadcast nightly on many mutual broadcasting system stations from 1943 to 1949. It then... So they would have the symphony, they would just record the symphony for the radio? Yeah. That's cool. That's what we're listening to right now. I would listen to Isn't that. Isn't that wonderful? Dude, I would like sit down, crisscross applesauce by a giant, probably radioactive radio, yeah. and listen to that for a long yeah. time. And then once in a while, somebody comes on, and they're like, oh, I don't have the right one queued up. But they're like, okay, and that one will be Long John Symphony. Yeah. And uh, next week, they'll be form- performing at Down on the Street. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and you can see him singing. Yeah, you can see him singing, and the kids can come out and get a popcorn ball. Yeah! <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Um, so, yeah, I've been watching Christmas movies. Dude, so you watched uh, quite a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yesterday. What was it called? It's called Nope. Yeah. It was about not doing it. It was about... And I love... So we the movie has been out long enough that we can talk about it now. Oh, Fuck yeah. everybody who hasn't seen it. I hate you. I have a theory, and I am going to talk about specific things that happen in the movie. I and it. You're right. It has been long enough so that you could completely shut off this podcast and unsubscribe if you haven't seen this movie yet, and then resubscribe when you have seen the movie. And I think that's the smartest way to go about this. Do you want to talk about what Nope is about? Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Dude, I want nothing more, baby! Somebody's in the <laughs> studio going, who thinks they're doing something? <laughs> Perfect. Who thinks they're doing something <laughs> other than an absolute funny uh, joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love, first of all, first and foremost, I love the title. Nope. <laughs> It's like, dude, imagine listening to that Christmas radio station and that was happening while the Christmas music was yeah. happening. There's a drummer warming up. A little up drum in the beat room. just starts coming in and yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Off okay. tempo and everything. Um, you said, I love the title. Yeah. No. It's great. Because it's like, it's so perfect. I like any movie where they say the title in the movie Me a bunch too. of times. And then you go, he said the thing! Like when they go, this is a bunch of Schindler's List. Yeah, when they say, look who's talking now. Yeah, Three. yeah. <laughs> wow, this is truly the color purple. And in this corner, Rocky. Whoa, there he goes. That's the top gun. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all of us have really gone one flew over this cougar's head. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess that's why they call it Jurassic Park. <laughs> Honey, 
Cloverfield! <laughs> Help! Uh, there's a metal rod stuck through me, and uh, approaching is Cloverfield. <laughs> oh, dude. This has been a real nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream <laughs> Anyway, Brett's going to be upset that I said Part 3. It's probably not Part 3. Who gives a shit? Fuck you, Brett. Your corporate job. I don't get that. Anyway. Because the title is, like, perfect, right? Because you're like, aliens are coming, are coming. You could say them? You can, they're a coming and they'll steal all your shit and they're scary? Nope. You're instantly like, nope. Yeah. But then in the movie, they keep talking about miracles and then bad miracles. Like, what's a bad miracle? The dad dying because a fucking coin went into his brain. Yeah. From the sky. Yeah. And he's like, that's a bad miracle. And then he was like to his sister... What what would you call a bad miracle? And she goes, nope. And I love that. I love that it's like you just call it a nope. Yeah. Like a, a really bad situation is just a nope. That's a nope. Yeah. And I love that they kind of like were, they surmised that in the movie. And that was like kind of the whole thing. But there's so much fucking, like this movie is a give and a give and a give. Yeah. It's not just a one viewing movie. No. And it really, I think, could satisfy the Cloverfield friendship that we had and that we built our whole thing off of just from this movie. So you want to start a different podcast? Yeah, it'll be called Nope. Nopes. Nope. <laughs> Couple podcast. of nopes. <laughs> That's a no no. Nice. <laughs> That's a no no. <laughs> Noped. That's a one no. Hey guys, welcome back to Noped. We're a couple two horn honk boys in the middle of a one nope. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like uh like uh all about the Jordan Peel verse or something. Yeah. We can call it peeling back the onion. <laughs> <laughs> the peely enter the peely verse. <laughs> Check out these Jordans. <laughs> New Jordans just dropped. Yeah. New Jordan just dropped. And then anytime a new Jordan Peele movie comes out, we do a new And we buy a pair of shoes. And we buy and we talk about yeah, it's about new pair of shoes and Jordan Peele. Yeah. And we're peeling an actual onion during the show. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I think I don't want to cry a whole time. Sorry. I just thought that would add to it. I mean, I don't think anyone wants that. That's like a real, that's like a hot wings type situation. Yeah, hot ones. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be um, hard, hard ones. So anyway, this super hot fucking thing. You said that you were born in Ireland, right? (laughs) Tell me everything about it. I think get a little bit of milk over here. Yeah, eat the hottest fucking sauce in the world. (laughs) That show. So you were accused of some crime in 1993. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get that. I don't get that. Uh, so, uh, okay, so tell me about your nope experience. I want to hear it from start to finish. Uh, I loved it. I knew what it was about, but I didn't really know anything about it. And uh, that's the way you should go into it, which is why you should hit the fast forward button a little bit. If you plan on seeing it, don't let us ruin it for you. But also we're not because it's it's cool. And I didn't um, – I like going into stuff with little expectation. It's more of like a – I don't know. You could um, submerge yourself in the experience 
Like I didn't want to look at my phone. I didn't want to miss anything. And everything's so well done that you're like, something's going to mean something later on. You know? You know? <laughs> um, and did you like that about like things happening and you're like, what? And then later on you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I like when other things happen. <laughs> my experience with Nope was like this. I see. I was watching the screen and I'm like, what? <laughs> they should have called that movie. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Pardon? Yeah. But it was all very interesting. There are things that I didn't get about the um I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not good at synopsis. Dude, it's okay because it's about horse wranglers basically. So, yeah, it's about the this family of horse ran- they're like a horse ranch owner owners. They're horse wranglers. They're horse wranglers for Hollywood. Yeah. And whenever a movie needs horses, they call these. They call this family. Yeah. And they've got a big old ranch out in California. And by the way, where'd I put that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't get that. I wanted that in here. I don't get that. How come sometimes I eat a sandwich? How come sometimes I eat a sandwich? I swallow it down and it goes down the wrong tube. I don't get that. (laughs) So these, this family of ranch horses have a job where in Hollywood, they give horses to Hollywood. Uh Uh-huh. And when Hollywood needs a horse, they go to these guys. <laughs> They're horse wranglers. They're horse wranglers. <laughs> and they and it's and the whole movie is like a love letter to LA and movies. But with also a very obvious warning about aliens. About focusing too much on filming every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And and the dangers of that, and how that could become uh, come become weaponized even sure. at some points. Yeah, but but the easy synopsis is is that this alien ship comes to Los Angeles to this horse ranch and is sucking up horses. Yeah, there she goes. Uh huh. Goodbye up yonder. <laughs> Goodbye. Old bubblegum. Goodbye, ghost. Yeah. Goodbye, tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> think about a horse and now think about it being sucked up in the sky. That's a good amount of this movie. Shoots up right into the sky. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And so, <laughs> so it's all about these people who own this horse ranch dealing with essentially an alien encounter. Yeah. And they decide that if they get footage of it, they're going to be billionaires. And that's the whole thing, right? Cause normally when there's a alien movie, it's like, how do we kill? How do we kill it or get away from it? Or how do we tell the government? Yeah. The whole time. And here's where I thought I missed something. I was like, the whole thing is about being able to film it and get rich from. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And uh, and it's basically like this is because their horse ranch starts to fail because yeah. the man who ran it 
passes away in the beginning of the movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah. In a very devastating way. Yeah. And when they lose the patriarch of the family, they kind of like lost their business. Yeah. They're not as good. Like the son isn't as good at the talking part of being a horse wrangler for Hollywood. Yeah. And in that kind of a he job, can't sell it. he can't sell it. But his dad, and by the way, um, fuck, what's his name? Fuck, I almost said Clint Howard. Dude, legendary yeah. actor. I don't remember his name. I can't I can't believe I don't remember his name. He was name. the guy in uh what is that movie? Keith David. Keith David. What was that movie with Jared Leto? Oh, they live. No. That's not the one I'm thinking of. The one where Requiem for a Dream. That one. Oh yeah, he's like ass to ass. <laughs> was he the ass to ass guy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they always put that guy in movies where he's licking his chops. <laughs> okay, let's have you lick your chops for us. And you're in. So many movies, dude. And the voices of so many things. Yeah. Rick and Morty, Gargoyles. He was like the guy from Gargoyles. Remember Gargoyles? Yes. Anyway. So he gets killed in this movie. So, and but he was so the... yeah, he was the guy that held the business together. Yeah. And so it's falling apart. They they're and they're gonna lose the ranch. Yeah. And as it stands, they've been selling off their horses to a nearby theme park. Another failing business. Another failing business. Cowboy themed failing Cowboy business. Cowboy themed business based off of a character that was like in an Indiana Jones type movie. Yeah. And then that guy grew up and built a theme park about that movie he was in. I thought he was, it was a sitcom. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I think it was a show at first and then became movies. The Indiana oh. Jones thing? I'm pretty sure. Really? Because it looked like big movie posters in his room and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. But it's something based off of some character he played. Sure. And uh, and the whole thing is like, his name is Jupiter. Jupe. They call him Jupe. Mm-hmm. He's got his big inflatable character that he played when he was a kid. And that's yeah. what he, that's what that character is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, and the movie's kind of about vanity and stuff too. And about like holding on to like irrelevancy and, and looking for that next thing. Like that documentary filmmaker guy mm-hmm. represents the like hard edged art, artistic guys in the industry. Like yeah. everyone is an archetype of industry people in that movie. The never satisfied guy. Yeah. And Nothing's then, ever going to be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and like I won't be satisfied until I'm murdered by one of these animals that I film. Yeah. Like one of those artists that's like I know I'm going to die one day because I film cougars this close. Sure. So that guy like got his wish and was eventually eaten by the alien or whatever. And but, the guy who opened the theme park. Yeah, that guy was trying to control a wild animal. And that's right. another theme of the movie. Trying yeah. to control a wild animal with the monkey. And yeah. the All those things are connected. And so deep and wonderful. And dude, like... But I that's went, the same guy, right? The theme park guy is the kid at the beginning. Yeah, the, in the sitcom. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, you know... When, when I saw this movie for the first time, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I was like blown away. This is the perfect movie for me because I love alien shit. I love not being everything being explained. Yeah. I love kind of coming up with your own conclusions. Yeah. But Jordan Peele made a movie that's like everything you want to know, if you didn't understand it, is in the movie. Yeah. Like I think we should say one thing while we were talking about that guy. Jupe, yeah. Jupe is that he had an experience when he was little that you find out throughout the movie, he was in a sitcom with an ape 
a live yeah. ape. Yeah. That. Who was a character on the show? Gordy was his name. Gordy, yeah. And one day Gordy had enough, and he destroyed <laughs> everyone he in the like studio. Killed the whole cast. Yeah, yeah. And like ripped their faces off and yeah. stuff, like a chimp can do. Yeah. And by the way, um, Jordan Peele said like years and years ago, he tweeted this tweet that said he had a dream about like a chimpanzee like destroying a set like mm-hmm. on the like a on a sitcom yeah and like ripping people's faces off because they do that they like fucking they, they just do. Snap. sometimes they do that they're yeah. wild animals yeah sometimes they snap yeah ferocious i don't get that i don't get that <laughs> so um you know, the, and so, yeah, it's like, a, and so he had a dream and he said he woke up and he was like crying because yeah. it was so dramatic and fucked up. And he's like, I might make a movie about that. And then nope comes out. And yeah. it's like, not the whole movie is about that, but it's like very thematically the thread throughout yeah. the whole thing, which is like, you can't harness a wild animal. Right. And that's what the guy with the theme park ranch tries to do. He tries, he tries to, to tame the horses. Right. And then when the horses start getting sucked up by the aliens, he's like, I can control this thing by feeding he can it horses. Make the air, alien, the airline. Yeah. The airline. A part of the show. Dude, he's like, all I need to do is feed this fucker horses and then he'll come and do it and show up and eat a horse yeah. and then take off. And that'll be, I'll be the most famous person on the planet. Yeah. Dude, there's a crazy thing that happens when he's a little kid with the ape situation. Yeah. All of the cast of characters in the sitcom that he belongs to are murdered in front of him. Yeah. He sees the whole thing because yeah. he's under a table. Right. He's hiding. And he's like, I hope this ape doesn't see me. The ape does see him yeah. because they're the same height. Yeah. So the ape covered in blood is kind of like looking around and is like, kind of what did I do type yeah. thing? Yeah. I flipped out for a minute, but now I'm Gucci. Yeah. And I think he sees this scared little kid. And he tries to do this like famous fist bump that they, they have. Yeah, that's they, like the thing that's on all the posters. Yeah, like it's the like, fist bump was like started on that. Yeah, show. it was like the ET finger touch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So the ape covered in blood comes over and tries to do this fist bump yeah. to like comfort the kid. I think. Yeah. And then he gets shot in the head. Yeah, he like, immediately. He like tries to fist bump him, and then they they touch, and then boom, yeah. the monkey shot in the head. Yeah, so that part's important to my theory of the movie. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. And there's a lot of things that happen in that scene. Yeah, that are really important. Yeah, like the shoe being like standing up, like almost impossibly. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that. And you know That's what? The hardest part. To get, yeah, we, to get that? it's the hardest one to interpret because mm. it's like some people say that that's a miracle, a mir- like and and everyone's like, um, so Jupe and uh, uh, OJ, OJ. <laughs> Jupe and OJ share a very similar trauma. You know, like he watched uh, OJ watched his dad die, yeah, but with a coin going into his head, and Jupe watched his TV dad, his die. whole friend, his whole cast die, yeah. yeah. And Jupe kept the shoe that was like upwards in like his like weird little like prop room. It's like in a little case. The shoe's just standing up in there, yeah. in the way that it was on that he saw while the ape was, the ape was going nuts, yeah, and. OJ is keeps the coin 
that killed his dad next yeah. to his bed, Ooh. like pinned to the wall. Remember, it's like there. Sure. So they both keep like relics of these like horrible things that happened to them. Yeah. So they're kind of having this shared experience, and they're both like, if I get footage of this thing, I'm gonna be rich. If I harness this thing, I'm gonna be rich. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of like going for this like thing. Yeah. Monetize lo- your trauma. A lot of people are saying that. You know, uh, uh, OJ's dad dying was a bad miracle, and the chimpanzee losing it on the set was Jupe's bad miracle that mm-hmm. he witnessed, the nope. And uh, some people say that the shoe was a distraction from not looking the chimp directly in the eyes, which is what the theory is, is why he went nuts. Is like they look him in the eyes, and then that's like it set him off or whatever. Hmm. So, and then when the monkey comes over to him, there's like a veil over the monkey's eyes. Yeah. So like you can't, he's not really making eye contact with him. Sure. So maybe that's why he didn't kill him. Sure. So there's all these fucking cool theories, but that's the hardest one to like decipher, I think. Yeah. But anyway, the movie's incredible because the acting's awesome. Everyone in it is fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. It's a very relatable character story. It's like, this is kind of what we'd do if we were out in the middle of nowhere and this was our land and we were like, we got to do what we got to do to save this place because our dad would have wanted it that way. So they're motivated by that to save the ranch. Yeah. So it's very relatable and really good and like fucking scary too. It is pretty scary. It's like, dude, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Like, you don't expect there to be, like, agonizing, torturous alien digestion yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just don't expect it. Yeah. But it happens, and you're like, holy <clears throat> shit. Oh, so that's why everybody's upset. Yeah. That's why they're screaming. Yeah. In there. Because yeah. <laughs> they're being digested a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and then when you see that it raises the stakes for the whole movie because you're like, I don't want to see that happen to all these characters I love. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so you're like, it, it makes everything a little bit more intense, but, but man, it's so purposeful and fun and awesome. And I fucking love that. movie. It's very cool. I think it's kind of about how sometimes we get really close to making things right, but then it gets ruined completely. Yeah. Yeah. And the obsession with like. There is a there's a message in there about the obsession with like filming everything too because uh-huh. there's that TMZ guy that oh, like yeah, shows yeah, yeah. up yeah. and he's like all I need to film this I need to film everything and his whole helmet was reflective yeah yeah ah and the reflections so many reflections so many eyes yeah oh oh um the horse's eye remember the horse like uh uh jean jacket yeah. Or not was it? No, Jean Jacket, Jacket was at the beginning, the yeah. one on the set. I think that was like that was a different, different one. one yeah. But it's like the eye, like you know, you can't even contact. look yourself in the eye, mm-hmm. and that's what I learned from the movies. None of us could look ourselves in the but eye. But I think it's because we could never do it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never done it. Uh, but I, but I like that. There's that whole thing where it's like, don't look at a wild animal in the eyes. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and and things like that. And there, that theme is there the whole time. Dude, so can I talk about this theory? Yes, please. I have this theory. Can I have a bite of this? Please. Wow. Wow. Oh, what that? Oh, what that? Oh, what that? 
bit of a so i feel like the alien was trying to reach out and be friends mm. at the end <laughs> that's really funny all right so that's really funny the ape in the flashbacks gordy mm-hmm. <laughs> the ape Right? He comes over, he sees the innocence of the child, and he sees that the child is scared. So he tries to give him a fist bump to be like, everything is going to be fine. okay. We're good. What happens the second they touch? Ape Lights gets out. his fucking head blown off. Good night, Irene. The, and the humans are just trying to save the kid or whatever. But here was the ape saying, like, you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Sorry. My bad. Sorry, dude. Shot in the head the second he bumps yeah. fist with the kid. Okay. The alien. you know that's what they would have done. Yeah. Like IRL. Yeah. They would have the just, just the killed the ape. Yeah. And that, that's Harambe all over again. Yeah. R.I.P. So the alien ate all the horses. Right? Yeah. And then he takes a bleedy on the house. Yeah. We didn't talk about that part. The alien has indigestion from eating a fake horse and takes a big bleedy on the house uh, that they all live in. Yeah. That's all the blood of the people and horses and stuff. It's been eaten. It doesn't need that. It, it just needs blood. the screens. Yeah. It wants the screens. Aliens eat screens. Dude, William Haynes, shout out, said one of the funniest things to me when we were watching that. I took him to see it when he yeah. was in theaters. Uh-huh. And that scene in particular with all the... Like, remember when the, the ship's flying by after it sucked up all the people? Yeah. And it's flying by and you can hear them screaming in there yeah. uh-huh. every time it flies by? Will was like, dude, I would have stopped screaming after 10 minutes. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? What's the screaming going to do? Yeah. The- no one's going to hear... No one's <laughs> saving me after 10 minutes. That's funny that, that you would think... <laughs> The scream is just for the yeah, the scream. <laughs> but he's yeah. That's the that's why it's funny. That's it's the like, only reason you're you not scream. screaming because you're in pain. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like, I think by he's like, there's a limit where I'm like, I'm not gonna be screaming anymore. Yeah, I'm just gonna do. Uh, I, I don't need to be screaming. No. Yeah, like ow, no. <laughs> oh! There's no reason to be outward about There's it. There's no reason to keep to be dramatic. I would say this, no one wants to scream. No one wants to keep screaming. No one wants to no one wants to make that noise ever. I think people want to when it needs to happen. Like, hey, I'm being robbed. Sure. But you but no one wants to do it for 15 minutes straight. Oh, that's way longer than 15 minutes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, them flying around. Yeah. Like, that was... Also, you would... That was, like, all day. Screaming like that, like, you would rip your shit. Oh, yeah. You'd be, like... You wouldn't be able to... But that's terrifying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it still hurts, and you still need to, like... Anyway. But I just thought it was so funny. He leaned over me and said, I would have stopped screaming after, like, 10 minutes. Hey, guys. Getting... Your brain sucked out of your eyes and slowly in the spaceship. Give it a rest. Why don't you stop screaming for a second? I'm dying in peace. I'm trying to read. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The alien ate all the horses and then he took a bleedy on the house. Mm -hmm. And then, right? That's after that. After it ate ate all the people. Yeah. I think he sees the balloon. So here's how they see. There's so many more things that fucking need to be. I love it, dude. Let's go. Let's go. 
There is a big balloon. There's no rush. There's a big balloon over the theme park, yeah. and that's of the character. Jude. Steven Yeun. Steven Yeun. Who's amazing. Yes. And so they're, that's how they like distract the alien at the end, is they let up this yeah, yeah. giant, like uh, essentially Macy's Day parade yeah. flow of this movie character, and that's how they distract the alien. And the destroy end. it. Right. But I think that the alien... <laughs> That's the biggest thing he's ate. Yeah. And the most colorful, and it has streamers yeah. on it. Like, it ate the fake horse. Yeah, and so it ate the real and horses. Eating, and it ate real people. And it's just trying to see, like, so yeah. that's what you're used to for food. You're yeah. used to people-sized people. And a horse-sized And horses. horses. And sometimes you eat something accidentally, and you spit it out, but you're just trying to see, right? But you've never been face-to-face, alien eye, square eye, to... Uh, face with a big inflatable colorful thing and Wasn't you're like what could that's too? this is all I'm saying this is the whole thing it was gorgeous so it was beautiful so I think the alien saw <laughs> the like, thing at the end as like, like the, the olive branch yeah and then and what happens and he ingests the thing and he's like this is the most beautiful thing I've Dude, ever eaten in my life Mike. and he kills the alien brilliant just the same thing as the fucking ape and the el- el- horses. Brilliant, brilliant. You're, dude, that's a really good theory. Thank you. Um, but in the same sense as the monkey needed to be killed because it did violent things. Yeah. And was a wild animal. Yeah. They shot the fucking thing right away. They certainly In the did. same vein, they're like, okay, look, if we're cool and you respect me now, we've, we've, because you're right, dude. It's totally that. Yeah. Because the dad was saying, you need to like earn the respect of the horse it, for you to like become friends with it. Yeah. And form that bond with it. Right. You have to form the bond. And Before they totally then, did. you're going to act like you. Yeah. And I'm going to act like I'm a me. wild animal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how humans act. You but, know how I act. Yeah. Now you seem upset. Yeah. By how I killed your dad but you've and everything. Been but yeah, yeah, you're upset I killed your dad. Whatever. Maybe it didn't understand specifically. Yeah. But it understood that there was something. There was a a battle going on between these two folks. Yeah. OJ and Jean Jacket. Yeah. The alien. They ended up naming the alien Jean Jacket after yeah. that horse that was wild and couldn't be tamed or was yeah. like too crazy so it's like you're right dude he totally tames it in the end and like they probably could have been best buds it showed the alien like shows its, it's true like colorful side in the stuff. sunset and it's the most beautiful i think they purposely made it like the most, the most beautiful, beautiful shit yeah. the the music is yeah. beautiful and the alien is like i'm done killing you people this is the I've coolest balloon i've ever seen in my but life see, but see that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking he's like i won't kill you but, I, but guys gotta eat. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm gonna go get, like, all of Hollywood Boulevard now. Yeah. But we're cool, bro. Peace out. Right. So that's why it's like, well, you gotta kill the thing. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. What are you, what, what are you gonna do? Be best friends with it and then go, like, like Terminator? You can't keep killing people. Yeah, you gotta kill the thing to to save your uh, your own. Your human? Your kind. Yeah. 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 And, and I think, like, you know, sometimes they'll put down, like, a super wild horse that can't be tamed. And they're like, you know, because, or they'll let it roam. They let it roam on the beach. On the beach. 
And then they take photos of it, and then they print those photos on glass. And then when there was only one set of hooves, place. that's when they were riding. <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah. The alien <laughs> the ate The horse them. was riding on the other horse. Dude, you know. There were two sets of hooves, and then the alien ate one. <laughs> you know what I was really hoping for in Nope? Remember how they were like, uh, they they had the footage of like the first film and it was like the, the jockey. Yeah, and it yeah. was like a, a a black person riding on a horse, and it yeah. was like the first time they ever got that. Like they showed it was like the first motion picture. The and... first motion picture. Yeah. And I was like, "What if?" I was ho- dude. I was so hoping this was gonna happen, but maybe it's too cheesy, and people would have like been upset. The black guy was gonna ride the alien. Yeah, dude. Yeah, over and they the were hill. gonna get footage of it. Yeah, and then that was gonna be the first footage of an alien ever with like a black guy yeah. riding it in VR. Yeah, <laughs> and it would have been like the most amazing thing, right? I really yeah. wanted that to happen. Yeah, yeah. I was and like, dude, he's gonna hat. ride the alien at the end. <laughs> he's gonna ride it. Yeah. No, it didn't happen. They killed it. They have to shoot it, dude. In the that's head. so. I love that perspective, Mike. <laughs> nice that you connected. That like there was a respect, a mutual respect. Yeah, and and I think <laughs> I think Jupe might have realized that is what saved him, uh-huh. and that's why he was trying to do it with the alien and get that like respect from the alien. But yeah, sure. he was doing it the wrong way. Yeah, and he was like, you know, the alien was like, I don't, I don't care about you. Like I, I'm gonna eat you. I'm gonna eat you now. I can eat you now. Uh, the most unfortunate thing in that whole movie is that poor woman who like oh, survived yeah. the chimp attack. Yeah. To be mangled and like veiled and wearing a t-shirt with her face on it. Her old. Dude. Her used to be face. Dude, yeah. She's yeah. like, and you're like, oh my god, I feel so bad for this woman. Yeah. And then she gets like fucking eaten the same way you're seeing these people get eaten, pretty much. That was like you got to learn your lesson, yeah. type thing. Because her whole shit is because she was on a TV show Vanity that mistreated stuff, an yeah. animal, and then, uh, and then she went to go see a show where they were yeah. doing the same thing. And then, uh, and yeah, you're right. And yeah. then. Uh, I, what I loved as like a dark joke after that was the wheelchair like stuck yeah. to the roof <laughs> yeah. for the whole rest of the movie. Every time you saw the house, you saw that woman's wheelchair like yeah. stuck up there. Yeah. It was like, damn, dude. Man, that alien did not like metal stuff. No, it like spit out all the quarters and stuff. And that's what killed OJ's dad in the beginning. That's interesting. Yeah. It that's was like it was like spitting out like everything it couldn't digest. This might whatever. be a stupid question. Is metal, this is a stupid question, and I'm sorry. You're not stupid, Mike. Is metal a naturally occurring? Yes. Okay. It, it is It is a uh, a mineral, right? Well, there's so many different kinds of metal. Well, sure. Dude, you look at the that table of elements, yeah, and one just says metal. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got a little hand. <laughs> metal, water, and gas. There's three squares on that whole thing. Hey, what's metal? I don't get that. Dude, because but our blood I, I has just... iron in it. Our blood has iron, Kevin. I'm looking it up. What do you mean you're looking it up? Because I was you like... Your blood has iron in it? No, 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 it does, but it's not the same. This guy. Yeah. I'm thinking like the alien spits out everything that's like not like natural min- oh, to the... that's Yeah, or or like it's just Is he metal. spitting out stuff. Maybe the blood comes out because of the iron. And it just He got it caught metals. in his gums. Because the inside of him it's looked like really like 
like a like a human wouldn't yeah. pierce the inside of him, but then he's but yeah. Sharp stuff would pop a hole in it. It's like he somebody tried to trick him and feed him just popcorn kernels, and then he threw up blood That's all over the house. That's why when he ate the fucking fake horse, it like fucked it up. Pissed him off. It pissed him off because it's like I can't fucking. Yeah, and he had to and shit out blood he like he went to Chipotle out. or something like that. Yeah, not a sponsor by the way. Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. <laughs> anyway, Dude, that was no. I just love it. I love it. I will watch it over and over again. I'm gonna, yeah. dude. I'm gonna watch it until I'm an old fuck. Yeah. Because I just love it, and it keeps giving. And dude, even after all this time, Mike's perspective here is a brand new, fresh take. I, I love movies. Read yet. I love films, and that's my whole thing. Um, have you seen the other Jordan Peele films? All of them? No, not in their entirety. Okay, it's time. Because oh. they're very similar. Okay. All yeah, of them ooh, have it aliens. Looks like the, uh, it looks like uh, the military's arriving. <laughs> uh, my liege. <laughs> it's the military. Oh, here they come. The tins. The tin switchmen are here. <laughs> and they've come back. Slaying the dragon's oh, head. There they go. There, there they go. Marching down in time. <laughs> One, two, three. One, one, it's ad time, one, bitch. One, one, I run to the one, bathroom yeah. and you get to start the ad. Yeah! Here they come with their the fancy drums. And those are the smallest drums I've ever seen. Ah, there he is, Sergeant Mistletoe. They're handing cigarettes to all the children. Every every boy gets a cigarette. No matter how old you are. Guys, I want to thank HeadGum. I want to thank Michael, Kevin... Leah, Ryan, and uh, I don't know, God, Dog, Dog the Bounty Hunter, and our sponsors, first of which is something making me hungry, (laughs) we're talking to HelloFresh! What is HelloFresh? Well, HelloFresh brings you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes that get delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store, stay in your jammy jams, open up your front door, pick up the box, open it up, find all the pre-portioned, pre-measured, farm fresh ingredients. And make yourself a delicious meal. You're going to feel like you're a chef. And tis the season for saving money, if you know what I mean. Ho, ho, ho! HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. 
It's kind of a no-brainer, guys. Get all the full flavor without the guilt. Mike and I have made many a meal, uh, care of HelloFresh, and they're delicious pre-portioned ingredients. Uh, countless things. Chicken things, pasta things, couscous, beef pork. things, couscous, pork. Really delicious stuff that make you feel like you're a fancy chef. Go ahead and feel like you're a fancy chef. If you want. What time is it, Mike? Food time! So go to HelloFresh.com slash Banter18 and use code BANTER18 for 18 free meals, plus free shipping! Right, Kevin? I don't get that. <laughs> I know, it's crazy! But it's true, Mike. Free shipping, that's at HelloFresh.com slash BANTER18. Use that code BANTER18 for 18 free meals, plus free shipping. Oh, thank you so much. Party fresh. <laughs> That's a cool slogan. Party fresh. Party fresh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys, party. Warby Parker. Ooh, <laughs> Mike. Party Parker. Party Parker. party. It's a Warby Parky Parker. Party. We're having a Warby party. We're having a Warby party, and you're invited. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Kevin gives me little treats while we're recording. He He does real weird shit, and I love it. Sometimes Kevin just walks around with his wiener. Hanging dang. This boy is hanging brain and hanging dong. That boy scrotes feeling the temperature of this room. <laughs> Guys, Warby Parker. Uh, <laughs> speaking of glasses. It's, you know what the worst thing is, Mike? When we started off real good, yeah. and then we go somewhere where I'm like, fuck, we probably shouldn't have done that in the middle of the ad. Just start it now. And then it's like, let's start it now. We're Guys, not even in the middle yet. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Let's have a Warby party, Parker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you ever been on Warby Parker, Mike? Yes, I have. And he it's uh, it. just the easiest experience and the coolest way to get maybe the best sunglasses I've ever had in my life. What you do is they, you go on the website and you sign up and you choose maybe five or six pairs of glasses and then they send them to you. And then you get to try them on and walk around and ask what your friends and families and coworkers think of you in those glasses. You compile only the most honest opinions and then based on your vanity and how much you trust the people around them, you come back and you order the ones that work for you. You send back the ones you don't want. They give you a pre-paid um, packaging or prepaid what what do they call that prepaid package yeah prepaid <laughs> you send it back <laughs> you only keep what works for you and then you look good and it's a great way to uh try on something you might not have otherwise gotten to try on because you bought something on the internet and mike was saying eyeglasses sunglasses but that's not all friends happy listeners we also have contact lenses and eye exams and the glasses start at 95 bucks 
including prescription lenses. You could try the Warby Parker's free home try-on program like Mike was just talking about. Remember? 95 bucks at any child with glasses. You order those five pairs of glasses. They're the ones you want to get, but you're not sure which. You try them at home for free. There's no obligation to buy. It ships free, just like Mike says, and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Prepaid return shipping That means you can try five pairs of glasses at home on your dirty little faces for free. Free. At WarbyParker.com slash banter. It's a Warby Parker. Everyone's invited to the Warby Party. Everyone's invited to the Warby Party. Parker, that means you. <sighs> no, Everyone's invited to the Warby Party Parker Party. So that's five pairs <laughs> of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash banter. Huh? Thank you, Warby Parker. We love you. Really the best, coolest sunglasses I've ever had. Best kiss I've ever had. Mike, do you remember your best first kiss? Those are two different... Guys, let's talk about dad grass. Ooh. Dad grass. No need to stress over the holidays this year, everyone. You can take a toke break instead of worrying about what to get those impossible to shop for family members. <laughs> dad grass has something for everyone, including your most loved furry friends. Why don't you take the edge off and enjoy the season? Dadgrass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. They're 100% organic, pre-roll joints, tinctures, gummies, and etc. are very low in THC and high in CBD. So you can enjoy the effects of CBD while you keep a clear head. Ah! And now they offer a variety of products so you can toke or dose just the way you like it. Oh! And dad, all dad grass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over. You say grass fed products? Yeah, dog. All dad <laughs> grass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over. And it ships right to your door. Anywhere in the U.S. And right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash banter. Dadgrass.com Oh, go to dadgrass.com slash banter for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash banter. If you want some dad grass, you go to dadgrass.com slash better and you get the grass. Get the grass. <laughs> 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 oh, that's, <clears throat> that's fine.
Bit of a pingy ting. I would agree. <laughs> that whole thing was a bit of a pingy <laughs> <laughs> History. <laughs> History. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it just ends. <laughs> That's fun. Guys, we got the shortest History Road ever from Tyler Perry. Is this, Didn't we read Tyler Perry last He's week? The guy who did the song. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> This next email comes... Just kidding. He does the, the outro song, right? Yeah, the outro. The new outro. DB... The first ever History Road outro. The DB outro. And he says... This is the shortest History Road. Uh, and says, There's a coffee shop where I live called Open Eye. Thought no, you needed to know. No way. Take a picture and send it to us, please. That's beautiful. Oh, um, um, We got an answer to mediums, Mike. You want to yeah, read this one? one? Oh, good. Yeah. Robocop stepped in the room. He's got Wi-Fi <laughs> on an altar. He's just in the wrong room. He's supposed to be hey, down Robocop, the hall. What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> he just has one. Yeah, he, he generates has his own. <laughs> That's nice. The password is dead or alive. And it would be slow as fuck. Yeah, it would be for sure. Yeah. Michaela says history road. Your answer to mediums. Hey, my beautiful babies. I just listened to your hour-plus-long rant about <laughs> mediums and sensitives. Firstly, I self, uh, as a self-identifying medium, I must say I also just heard about the new people who identify as sensitives, which I agree sounds stupid. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like they put a bad idea of mediums slash physics, psychics out in the world. I don't, I failed physics. What even are they? Also, I don't get that. Also, a thing my teachers always said is all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. So it's like all poops have pee, but not all peas have poops. That's exactly right. If that makes sense to you. Sort of. Regarding mediums helping the world, there are lots who aid police in finding people or uncover new things for cases. Unfortunately, due to it being spirit telling the medium, these things there, what? Due to it being spirits telling the medium these things, there isn't always concrete evidence to prove it. However, my teacher used to aid the RCMP. A lot of spirits are ACAB. A lot of spirits are ACAB. I hope not. I wouldn't get that. Is that a ghost? You're here to tell us who murdered that guy? Hey, just so you know. What'd you hear over there? He heard it too. What'd you hear? Something happened. Something fell? Something fell? Like Is it Santa? Oh no, it's too early. Santa coming down the gas fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit! However, my teacher used to aid the RCMP in finding bodies to missing people reports. Also, something a wee bit closer to home, when my mom disappeared one morning, we used a medium to help us locate her. Damn. Unfortunately, it was not the outcome we hoped, but she was found. Anywho, 
I don't really see how mediums could solve things like world hunger, etc. I do know lots of witchy folks who do their best in aiding the world with healing and love, though. Sure, don't we all? Yeah, that's what we said. On a completely other topic, I wanted to thank Mike for many years ago. I was cheated on, and I wrote into his Tumblr at the time. Tumblr. Is Tumblr still a thing? I think so. I think it is. I don't get that! Uh, and he ended up making a video in response to me sending in my story that helped me immensely. Cheated on for sunbathing. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was a long time ago. I still watch it every now and then, even though I'm now happily married with a baby. Nice. Always good to remember when you were cheated on, now that you got a nice family going. You need to fix <laughs> Thanks That's to, great, man. Thank you. Thanks to Mike, I was introduced to Steve and, and this podcast <laughs> that helps me uh, make my morning drives better. I don't give a fuck. Uh, sorry, wrong button. Jackpot. And my mood better. Just ask my husband. <laughs> It just cuts to him going, like one of those Ren and Stimpy pictures. Yeah. Where they're all like, <laughs> <laughs> If you have any more witchy questions or medium psychic questions, I'll try my best to help. Ooh, phone number. Oh. Also come to Vancouver, British Columbia so I can see you in person. Thanks for being bits of a pingy ting. It's a pingy ting. Dude, um, Do you have any questions? Yeah, but you don't care about the answer. I mean, I It's okay, just say I it. I want to believe so bad. Do you? But I think there's just too <laughs> many coincidences. It's okay to not help. want to believe. I want to believe. Here is there's a, someone... there's an important lesson in this yeah. where you can still uh like be friends with and respect sure. this person For and sure. not believe at all. For sure. We need to promote that. For sure. Like that needs to be okay. But it should still be okay to make fun of them. Everyone. She should be able to make fun of you as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Dude, totally. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I just want something magical to happen. I want to see a shoe stand That makes me believe <laughs> before I go bye-byes. Yeah. And nothing has yet. Okay. I hope that for you as well. Kevin. Kevin's not enough proof. The existence of Kevin. That God Actually, exists. yeah, yeah. That could be, yeah. All the great things about Kevin in one person, that's God. If Kevin didn't come from heaven, then I don't want to know him. Yeah, why does Kevin rhyme with heaven? T mm. t tell us that, Satan. I don't believe in Satan. How about that? Suck okay, my dick. Something need, else falls off the shelf. <laughs> we need to talk about this this one from Evan. Kevin? Evan? Whoa, Evan? <laughs> Santa! <laughs> the robot boy who just starts to believe. Evan says, oh. God is the tallest ghost, History Road. So you said God is the tallest ghost, and and I I guess I missed it. Apparently, greatest thing I've ever we said missed in my it. entire life. It's very funny. <laughs> a lot of times, the funniest things we say are so they slip right through the oops. Sometimes they slip through the oops, and that's all right. What's the plaster? What <laughs> beliefs get challenged, and that's what makes conversations interesting. Mike, that's what you said, I guess. Yes. 
But I also don't want people to stand behind it just with annoyingly big confidence. I don't want to know you're convinced. It's easy to be like, I get it. You're eating your own bullshit. I just want to see proof. Steve. That sounds That's like a very Steve. Listen, I laughed heartily many times during last week's episode, but I want you to know that what you were speaking about with people of certain belief systems, spiritual abilities, etc., showing up if they had solutions, I found that completely riveting beyond just being funny. Whoa. Now we're riveting as well? Dude, we can be riveting. Santa! <laughs> into the void with you, boy. Santa throws him into, into the, the void. <laughs> Santa can throw you into the void. Into the void. People don't know that. The Santa bad girls the and boys go into the void. Some people have, and that maybe that's where the boy in the void came from. He was yeah. bad during he was, Christmas. He was on the naughty list. He was on the naughty list. I'm not on the naughty list. Santa picks one boy <laughs> to or girl. <laughs> To throw it into the can. void every year. Could you imagine if that was real? Yeah. And it was televised? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's like the uh like the Super Bowl. <laughs> he does it in a big arena. <laughs> yeah. And there's just this big portal opened and it's like terrifying and it's making this big humming sound. Mm-hmm. Everyone's phones are like <laughs> like yeah. the screens are all fucked up. Yeah, the cameras always cameras are up. like <laughs> 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 and then you throw it in and a camera all cuts out for a second and then it cuts back. And he goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> oh, Santa went into the void. <laughs> he goes into, dude. He doesn't give a fuck. This is it. Santa this... doesn't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> D-G-A-F. <laughs> That's what his license plate says on the sleigh. DGAF. Yeah. Slay all day. Don't give G-G-A-F. A Listen, these types of conversations are among my favorite. Getting down to the nitty gritty of any faith or belief or whatever what is it showing? Can what can it do for me, you, us, the world? There are the these are those are the real damn questions that those beliefs need to answer. I myself am a Christian, <laughs> but kind of a black sheep. You have a sheep one. I'm warning you. <laughs> and over the years, I've shifted. <laughs> over the years, I've shifted in a, a lot in my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Hence the black sheepness. Yeah, I get it. My goal was and is to essentially have an adventure and explore and find out what is true. Like really fucking true. No matter what the cost. Yeah, that's life, bitch. That's totally life. And I love when people go on those journeys because they discover so many things. Yeah. And if you come back to Christianity or some other religion or whatever, that's cool, man. At least you put the work into seeing what else is out there. At least you did your own research. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love when people go like, like, um, not to throw Trisha under the bus. Santa! Not to throw Trisha under the bus. If it is. But she took, uh, she was like a theology major in college and she like studied all these religions and stuff. And I always respected her opinion uh, about current religions and her beliefs because I'm like, you did the fucking work, dude. You like went and researched everything yeah. about religion. Mm-hmm. And then you came back and these are your beliefs. And I've always respected that. Yeah. Huh. It's harder to respect people that are just like, I just believe anyway, pass me the Pringles. You don't. 
It's like, it's easy to say that. Especially when you like Pringles. Especially when you like Pringles, because you can't eat just one. So I've tested traditions and realized, like many who left these Christian institutions and churches, that they either held no water or just completely crumbled under thorough inspection. Mm. And also, no one had the damn answers to the problems of the world. Not really. But my insistence on there's got to be something more has been proving itself correct. Yeah. Well, that's the whole reason why any belief system exists yeah. is to examine why we're why we're here and it's what we're doing. It is fascinating. What's the right thing to do, yeah. Yeah. And just different people's personalities are comfortable with different things and you subscribe to a belief and hopefully you use that to enrich your life. Yeah. Like my, I used to be, I would never say hardcore Christian, Roman Catholic, but like I, I loved it a lot. I loved believing that. And I was an altar boy for a long time. And then the priests in my like diocese started to get moved around for like inappropriate shit. And I was like, okay. And, but my like relationship to like a God or like a higher being never wavered at all. Yeah. Cause that has nothing to do with the no. guys that fuck up. I was like, I'll just never listen to somebody tell me yeah. how it is again. It's just what happens to everyone's belief systems leads them to some sort of outcome. Right. Mm -hmm. And some of them are bad. Yeah. And some of them cause wars and hurt innocent people. But some of them make someone like kind of a, just a nice regular old guy. Yeah. They're like a, um, a good checklist for like a moral compass yeah, a lot of times. Exactly. Shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't. Exactly. Whatever. And then like different things see people, people and egos see how much that does to a person. And takers will always take advantage of stuff like that for their own uh, well-being and motivations. Right, right. And I think that a lot of people get taken advantage of and, and led astray. And totally. uh, I wish everyone had the time or whatever to think about this stuff on their own. Like totally. we're human beings, we're here, we're little bags of stuff yeah. around for like yeah. a relatively short period of time. And there isn't a like how to be a bag of stuff book. Yeah. That you get when you're when you realize you're a bag of stuff. Right. There's a bunch of people being like, "Here's what I here's my book. Read on my how book. To be a bag of stuff. Yeah. And it's like maybe your idea of what we should do with our bags of stuff is better than my idea of what I want to do with my bag of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, dude, what you want to do with your bag of stuff should be more important than what someone else thinks you should do. Mm. Like you really should focus on like, if you want to be something, but everyone in your life is like, nah, you're not going to make money. You're going to struggle, whatever those kinds of things. It's like, it's, it's important to be like, okay, but how could you prove them wrong? Just whatever you do. Yeah. Whatever you do, just don't be a piece of shit. Literally, whatever job you have, you could suck on pipes or you could fucking be a fine artist or you could operate a toll booth. Just don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You can be the guy that presses the button and it steals all this artist stuff and then it makes an image and then you go, I'm an artist and put that on the internet. You can do that if you want. Just don't be a piece of Just shit. Just don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, this person says, what brought what that brought me to was having very similar questions that you guys were broaching last week. 
And I love it when people ask those because one, they're logical and should be asked. And two, they really haven't been answered by the followers slash practitioners of those beliefs. And if God or whoever or whatever exists, then inquisitive approaches should lend to answers at some point, right? From the bottom of my heart, for real, I appreciated that fun and quite deep banter <laughs> between the two of you and Felicia and Kevin, too. <laughs> I know the idea of this is going to be an endless conversation was mentioned last week when you started getting at the God stuff. But I'm an open dude when it comes to beliefs. Open dude. I'm atypical, and if you want to call me, I'm willing to concisely share with you some revelations on this subject that I've reached. Much love, Evan. Hi, Evan. Dude, I really like, when talking about all this stuff, I always appreciated, um, there's the story of like an ant trying to contemplate what a skyscraper is. Yeah. And an ant's never going to fully understand what a skyscraper is, no matter what the evolution of ants sure. is. You yeah. have a limited They'll never figure it out. amount of understanding because of what you are. Yeah. So I always get a little bummed out when I'm like, when a person shows up to this planet in this universe and is like, if I don't understand it in my 68 years, yeah. then it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm always open to like, oh, I guess, like, but, like, there's always going to be, like, a next question, right? Like, and yeah. there's always going to be an answer to that. Like, I think the reason why an answer... second ant ago, we didn't know if metal was real. Exactly. <laughs> and, and we went to school to find out. Yeah. And we still don't know. Yeah, and I took theology classes yeah. and uh, science classes. And I would listen to you about <laughs> it and respect your opinion. Um, like, the... the like the reason why an ant will never know what a skyscraper is is because it doesn't have the tools or the intelligence to do so. Right. And I think for us, it's like we do have the tools and intelligence for so many things. Mm -hmm. And we've learned what everything is made out of. Like we've learned like you, you could tell me what this like fucking thing is made out of. Every component has a factual real life thing that was taken from the ground or from some element and turned into this thing we use today. All the different metal boxes. And you can find out from the first step to the final step how that happened. Mm -hmm. And you can do that with so many things. Yeah. But you can't with why are we here what is our sub subconscious? Yeah. Why do we have dreams? Why do we yawn? Like, there's so many things. Like, what's what's in the ocean? Like, in the deepest depths? How do what's, magnets work? How do magnets work? I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get that. And it's like, you know, there's so many things that we have yet to figure out. Uh -huh. And my hope is, is that... In progressing at in technology, in social <laughs> ways, in 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 the future, we might have actual answers to things like what are dreams yeah. and things like that. And yeah, like yeah. how do we utilize parts of our brain that we can't? You think like, ants know? You think ants are like We'll never understand a skyscraper, and we understand so much about so many other things. Like, potentially, right? Like, because they understand Like, stuff. we only know our... 
what we know. Yeah. yeah. We already, we only know where our seat, like we, we can hit a ceiling because maybe that's the thing that differentiates us from other species is that we also are aware of what we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Consciousness being conscious and aware of life mm-hmm. is like supposedly a, only a thing that like humans have. But there is like survival and reproduction biologically programmed into most life. Uh Like most living things don't want to die. But a horse is never going to be like, why am I a horse? Right. And a horse is never going to be like, I'm scared to die. I don't know. Because they don't, maybe they don't understand what it is. Maybe they do. I think horses are scared. A lot of them were running around when an alien was coming. Yeah. Well, I think they're scared of like things they don't understand. Yeah. But I don't know if they like think about it all day and get like I think they know diarrhea. they're scared of stuff. <laughs> they're scared of stuff that they know can hurt them. How about this? Let me put it this way. Horses will not. Horses don't get diarrhea before a job interview. Show me footage of a horse on a job interview. <laughs> so what are your skills? You're hired. <laughs> uh, that's how they hire people at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Evan, thank you so much. Yeah. For that email. Because you know what? I like when we get those emails. Yeah. Because a lot of times, Mike, and maybe this is too inside baseball or maybe we shouldn't talk about this on the show, but sometimes we'll finish a show and be like, maybe we weren't funny enough in that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're too serious. And sometimes we're right. And sometimes we're right. <laughs> but then people catch things like World's Tallest Ghost, which we didn't catch right. <laughs> and think it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but then there's people like Evan who are like, I really liked that serious discussion you yeah. had. I really like um, in the podcast that I listen to. I just like when things are interesting and um, and like honest, yeah, and like uh, authentic, yeah. So if that's how you're feeling that day, that's that's yeah. how that is. Like the many Mexican restaurants in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. they're authentic. Yeah, but how many have lines going out into the street, <sighs> stopping the, traffic? Only the best ones. Only the best ones. Guys, thank you so much for watching today's show. Mike, what's going on Thursday? Thursday, we Which have... Which happened yesterday. yesterday. What happened Man, yesterday? Man, did we have a great time. We had a huge show. Big turnout. <laughs> and it was really great. And I thank can't you. believe you came. I was there. I'll also be in Seattle on December 16th, 17th, and 18th at the Rendezvous Theater in Seattle, Washington. There's a bunch of stuff going on in L.A., uh, before and after that, and I editate, uh, editate. I'll edit <laughs> my Squarespace website <laughs> with um, with all of those happenings when I can. Squarespace, great sponsor. Also, dynamicbanter.clothing for all of your dynamic banter merchandise so needs many great and Christmas wants. Presents in there. So many good gifts for that person in your life that listens to this show that uh, you uh, don't. But yeah. you want to give them a gift or something. Yeah. And there's so many of those. Dude, there was, I missed out on a cameo that somebody hit me up for because I just couldn't, I had no time to do it. And I hit him up about uh, doing a free one because I missed it. So if that's you, hit me up again. Oh, tight. Yeah. It was me and I would like it. Thank you. I'll just do it right after this. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and for all you Dynamic Banter patrons... 
We hear you. We see you. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, your response to the Jim Henson tour video was very touching. Nice. A lot of people were very happy and uh, to see us so happy. Mm-hmm. And some people were amazed at how quiet I was. <laughs> um, but you can see when I'm being trying to be respectful, what happens is I get real quiet. And then like sometimes a zinger will come out or something. Yeah. But, but that video is so awesome. Great job, Kevin. Yeah, great job, Kevin. Um, Kevin's doing a great job on always, all the Patreon stuff. He's killing it. I mean, come on. He's yeah. killing it. So worth it. If you're gonna, if you're thinking about supporting the show and uh, the people who help make stuff for it and you're on the fence about doing the Patreon thing, as soon as you sign up, there's months of awesome stuff that you so would otherwise stuff. never see. So we don't talk about it a ton, but no, it's definitely yeah. worth doing. Kevin works really hard. Yeah, and Mike's right. There's a lot of really good shit already there. Yeah. That's like just a really good companion piece to the show. Yeah. Because it's Mike and I just being Mike and I and with Kevin yeah. adding his awesome sauce to the mix. And it's very cool. Yes. It's a good mix. That's my favorite type of stuff. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, guys, Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming out to our show mm-hmm. yesterday. Hopefully there's more coming. We'll see. And Merry Christmas to all and to all a good that was a headgum podcast